It's Wednesday, August 22nd, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, on June 24th, 2018, I had the opportunity to preach on Psalm 146 at my church, the Church at Brook Hills, for a series that we were doing on the Psalms. The sermon was entitled, The God Who Seeks the Outcast. Today is the final part, part four of that sermon, in which we give the application of Psalm 146 and how we can join the Father to the fatherless. So that leads us to our application. So, Brook Hills, how can we join the Father to the fatherless? Number one, pray. Pray knowing that our Father is the true hope. I love what Micah 7, 5 through 7 says. It says, put no trust in your neighbor. Have no confidence in a friend. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your arms. For the son treats the father with contempt. The daughter rises up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. But as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. And my God will hear me. He hears us when we pray. And if we truly believe that we are not the rescuers nor the hope of the the stranger, the alien, the orphan or the widow, then we must pray to a God. We must pray to God. Jeremiah, I love what Jeremiah says, chapter 17, verses five through 10. He says, thus says the Lord, cursed is a man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes for its leaves remain green and he is not anxious to the year of drought for it does not cease to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? But I, the Lord, Yahweh, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. So Brook Hills, we must be stirred to prayer. We must pray to the father of the fatherless on behalf of the orphan, the vulnerable child and the foster child. He is their hope and he is their sustenance. And he is the one from which we should take our cues. What could happen in our neighborhood, our city, our state, our nation and our world if we sought the face of God in prayer as much as we fretted or made plans on our own? So I wanna encourage you five ways that you can begin today to pray for justice for the orphan and the fatherless. Number one, Operation World. I believe back here in the bookstore, we still have copies of Operation World. If you don't, there's an online version and there's a book form. You can go online and get Operation World. It gives you a way to pray for nations around the world. And as you're praying for nations, I want to let you know that every nation around the world has vulnerable children and has the fatherless and has the poor and the needy and needs justice. Start praying for justice for the nations. Number two, maybe for your children, window to the world. It's a companion to Operation World and and it's something you can read at family worship or times with your children and help them to see ways that they can start to pray for justice, God-driven, gospel-driven justice around the world. Number three, the Joshua Project app or online gives you a way to pray for unreached people groups. And I will tell you, I've seen the ways that people are caring for justice and have gospel-driven justice are actually affecting 
the cause of the gospel. When we care in gospel-driven ways, we have opportunities to have gospel proclamation. And so pray that we would have gospel-driven justice among the unreached. Number four, the Voice of, Voice of Martyrs app. It's called Pray Today. And they give you great ways to pray for justice around the world. And then number five is a completely shameless plug. But Lifeline, we do a, a daily podcast. And on Mondays, I'm not asking you to listen to the whole thing, but on Mondays, we do a call to prayer and we give specific ways that you can be praying for the fatherless, that you can be praying for justice around the world. And that's called The Defender Podcast. Make sure you put that the, you're gonna find some things you don't want. So The Defender Podcast. So think about this. There are probably a lot of people today praying for our children, parents, grandparents, other family members, friends. But what about the orphan? What about that child in foster care? Our father wants us to pray for them. So beloved, let's start praying today for the vulnerable child. Let's work like it depends on us and pray knowing that it depends upon the father. And that brings us to the second way that we can join the father to the fatherless. Give of our time, talents, treasure to the work that the Lord is doing. I was in India in November and I met a dear brother. His name is Rufus and he is from Chennai, India. Rufus was trained in some of the best schools in Asia. He has a finance degree and he is one of the smartest men that I've ever met. He got a job offer to be the executive vice president of one of the world's largest banks in Dubai. And he was working there with his family. And then he started to see in the news where ministries like Compassion were leaving India. And he saw where others were having such a hard time getting visas to go into India that, that many Christians were having a hard time going into India. And so being an Indian himself, he was driven to his knees. He quit his job. He moved back to his hometown and he started praying about what the Lord would have him do. And I'm telling you today, my brother is traveling up to North India doing justice for gospel-driven purposes for the poor, for the needy, for the fatherless, for the orphan. He's going into work sites in Chennai where Northern India, which is one of the most largest groups of unreached people groups, and he's ministering to their children and sharing the gospel. He's now using his time, talent, and treasure for the spread of the gospel to orphans within unreached people groups. And his prayer is that these children will come to the saving grace of Christ and will in turn go and make the gospel known. There's so many places and ways that we can begin to give. But specifically this morning, I wanna encourage you to give to the church at Brook Hills. We need to give to our faith family. We need to put money in the storehouse. Why? Because our church is about gospel-driven purposes. Our church is investing in gospel-driven purposes. And so as a ministry who benefits from the giving of the church at Brook Hills, I wanna encourage you today to give and to give generously to the work of our church, to the cause of gospel-driven justice. That brings us to the third point or the third way that we can join the father to the fatherless. Speak out for the voiceless and serve wholeheartedly the cause of gospel-driven justice around you. You see, we must use our voice to speak out for the voiceless. Immigration, immigration policy along the US and Mexican border didn't change because victimized children were crying out. Why did it change? It changed because those who had a voice spoke out. Functionally speaking, what do your closest relationships look like? Are you investing time with people who look differently than you are or who haven't had the opportunities that you have? Are you investing parts of your life in justice and gospel proclamation through your action? Do your politics, do our politics inform the way we do justice? Or does the word of God inform the way we do justice? 
Beloved, join the father to the fatherless by serving children in foster care, orphans from around the world and families who have lost their children to foster care. The Lord will make a difference with our faithfulness if we will just step out. So maybe today you're going, I'm not called to foster and I'm not called to adopt. God bless you that you know that. That's good. Not everyone is called to foster or adopt, but you are called to do something. So maybe you're a restaurant owner today. Could you provide discounted meals to foster families who are fostering in our church family? Maybe today you're, you're a hairdresser. Would you be willing to give discounted haircuts and discounting stylings to kids that are in foster care? Maybe today you're a stay-at-home mom. Would you maybe cook and wrap around with our rap ministry here at Brook Hills? You see today in the lobby, there are ways that you can start to get engaged with our faith family in caring for the hope of the, the gospel to go to the vulnerable, to the fatherless and to the orphan. And nobody's gonna ask you to sign up to be a foster parent and nobody's gonna ask you to sign up to adopt, but there are ways that you can get engaged and there are ways that you can get involved. One of the things, one of the ministries that I am so proud of is our Families Count ministry at Lifeline. And the reason I am is because we have taken this ministry and we've put it into the local church. We, we had this belief that we needed to reach out to families that had lost their kids to the state, right? And, and all the state was doing was just trying to rehab them. But we wanted to preach the gospel to them. Well, we knew as a ministry, if we did these classes, their hope would be in us. So we started praying and we said, we're gonna equip churches to start to care for these families that have lost their kids. And we call it Families Count. And one of the sweet families that ended up going to a Families Count, the, their testimony was they went to this church in Pell City, Alabama, just because they want to get their kids back. Their marriage was on the rocks. It was on the shambles. But one of the reasons they went is they thought if they could just get their kids back, they could have their kids back in the home. And they actually, their plan was they're just gonna get divorced. They go to this church DHR actually agreed to bring their kids to the church for family night supper so that they could all have their visitation there. They're visiting their kids. Their kids went to Wednesday night activities. Their nine-year-old comes to saving faith in Christ. The next week at family night supper for the visitation with her mom, she looks up at her mom and says, mom, this church has done things for us that, that no one's ever done. But I really think it's not this church. I think it's Jesus. Mom, what are you and dad gonna do about Jesus? And this church started to wrap around this family. This woman came to saving faith in Christ. Her husband came to saving faith in Christ. Their marriage was reconciled. Their kids, all their kids came to saving faith in Christ. Then you know what happened? They started telling it about to their families. All of a sudden, right, talk about a membership drive. There were like 20 people from this family that are coming to this church because they're coming to faith in Christ. Here's the point. We've got to serve wholeheartedly the cause of gospel-driven justice because the hope is in the gospel. And so we serve making the gospel known. But that brings us to the fourth way that we can join the father to the fatherless. Go, go to all nations, spreading the beautiful gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians 6, one through two, Paul says this, working together with him then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in a favorable time, I listened to you. In a day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is a favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Beloved, we live in a time of sweet, sweet grace and patience. God is withholding his judgment and offering sweet mercy to our rebellious hearts. Oh, but this day of salvation will not last forever but will only last for a time that the Father has appointed. So when the day of salvation is over, then the day of vengeance will arrive. So beloved, there is 
urgency to preach the gospel and to proclaim the kingdom to those who are perishing. There is urgency in our mission to manifest the gospel to the 153 million orphans and vulnerable children. Let this passage, Psalm 146, wash over us because there is great hope for his grace. This passage should also hearken us to mission to preach the good news of the kingdom of God. So this morning, maybe you don't have the resources to travel to the, but I wanna tell you the nations are at our doorstep. They're in our neighborhoods, they're in our supermarkets, they're on our college campuses, Sanford, Montevallo, UAB. The nations are here. So even if you don't have the money to go there, be faithful to proclaim the gospel here. Also Lifeline, we, we host a kids camp annually in Birmingham where we advocate for these children and give them a taste of the gospel. And we would invite you to participate. You see, as our father's children, we know we've been given a task. We have been given a great commission. We have future family members that need to be, need to heard, hear the gospel and they're in the nations. And our father has said, go. And so we go. So the heart of the ministry that I serve Lifeline is to proclaim the gospel to the nations through care, compassion, rescue, and discipleship of the fatherless. So let's pray that this gospel will always be central in everything that we do. Let's pray that the Lord will continue to open doors for his name to be proclaimed, not only here in the US, but also in the streets of India, to the institutions of China, to the, to the slums in Ethiopia, as well as to every hamlet, village, tribe, tongue, and nation of this world. Praise the Lord for he is worthy. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.